Whatever you're going through, just run, run to your Father. Run into his loving arms. Receive his grace again and again and again and again. Just keep coming. Just keep running to God. No shame, no guilt, no condemnation, only love, only acceptance, only grace. Come boldly before the throne of grace. There you will receive help. There you will receive his mercy. Let's just bask in his presence. God is here with us. Praise you, Jesus. Flow, Lord. Flow, Lord Jesus. Have your way, Lord Jesus. Amen, church. Have your way, Lord Jesus. We are your vessels, Lord. Have your way. Praise you, Jesus. Heal us, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Lord. We praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Let's not rush this. Let's just take our time. Just praise him. He's a holy God. Just praise him. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you. You are worthy, Lord, of all honor and praise. Forever and ever we will worship you. Forever and ever. For all eternity we will worship your name. We will worship who you are. We will worship all that you are. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. God is good, amen. God is good. God is good. God is good. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Let's keep pressing in, church. We've come here to honor the King, and that is what we are going to do. 
we're going to honor King Jesus. Praise you, Lord. You are enthroned on our hearts, Lord. You are enthroned on our hearts. Have your way, Lord Jesus, in every area of our lives, Lord. In every single area of our lives. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Oh, we worship you. Just press in. We worship you. Give him praise. Praise you, Jesus. My soul found a friend. You're my friend. Woo! You're my friend. He's my friend. I can count on him. When all others have failed, you remain faithful, Lord. I can always count on you. Scripture says, even though my father, father and my mother reject me, the Lord will receive me. Even though people of this world may or may not reject me, I know that my Lord will always receive me with open arms again and again and again. Yes, you hold me close. You hold me close. You hold me close. You won't let me go. You will not let me go. He will not let you go. He will always hold you. He will always love you. That's his heart towards you. He has you, beloved. He has you in his hands. He is surrounding you with his goodness. With the goodness of God. With your goodness, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your goodness working in our lives, Lord. We praise you and we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise you, Lord. What a friend we have in Jesus. Praise you, Lord. I want to open today reading from the Psalm 27. Everyone would open to that scripture. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. 
The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Hmm. The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Whom shall I fear? When God is with me, He is behind me and before me, surrounding me in every and all situations. I do not have to fear any darkness. Because of your goodness, Lord. Because of the goodness of God. The goodness of God produces confidence. It produces expectancy. We are to be yielded to it. Number one, be confident. Whom shall I fear? Be expectant. Scripture says, I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. I will behold it and I will see it and be yielded. For we are the objects of God's affection. We are the objects of His affection. Psalm 27, verse 2. When evildoers assail me, to eat up my flesh. It's my adversaries and foes. It is they who stumble and fall. It's not me. It's them. Though an army encamp against me, though something may be pressures waiting for me in the following day, it doesn't matter because my heart shall not fear. Though war rise up against me, me. He doesn't say, though war rise up against a group of people. or uh, No, it's, it's directed. It is a pointed attack. He says, yet I will be confident. I will be confident in the Lord. One thing have I asked of the Lord that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to gaze upon the beauty of the Lord and inquire in His temple. For he will hide me in his shelter in the day of trouble. You do not have to fear any day, any time, because you know that the Lord is faithful and he will guard and protect you. He will conceal me under the cover of his tent and he will lift me high upon the rock. That rock is Jesus. And where you reside in Jesus upon the rock, it says, and now my head shall be lifted up. The enemy wants you walking around with your head held down, discouraged, worried, weighed down. But I want to let you know that Jesus is the victor. You live and reside on the rock above my enemies who surround me. Above my enemies. My head is lifted up and I can see God is above all things. I can see that God has everything under control. Praise you, Jesus. I will offer in his tent sacrifices with shouts of joy. 
I will sing and make melody to the Lord. Hear, O Lord, when I cry aloud. He hears you. Be gracious to me and answer me. He hears you. You have said to me, seek my face. My heart says to you, I will seek your face, Lord. Hide not your face from me. He has not hidden his face from you. He has made his heart open to you, beloved. Turn not your servant away in anger. He is not angry with you. He is not angry with you. Oh, come, you have... O oh, oh you who have been my help, cast me not off, forsake me not, O oh God of my salvation. For my father and mother have forsaken me, but the Lord will take me in. I know that no matter what I've done, no matter what mistakes I've done, I do not have to live in shame. I don't have to live in guilt because I know that the Lord will receive me. He has received me. You will take me in, Lord. Teach me your way, O oh Lord. Lead me on a level path because of my enemies. Give me not up to the will of my adversaries, for false witnesses have risen against me and they breathe out violence. In the midst of all of this, David says, I believe that I shall look upon the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord. Be strong and let your heart take courage. Wait for the Lord. So beloved, be confident. David in the midst of overwhelming pressures, his life threatened, war breaking out against him, his very flesh at risk of being torn apart. We see a man of confidence. A man of confidence. Not the type of confidence that's derived from one's own abilities or his own strength or even willpower. But it's a strength, a confidence driven and fueled by a relationship. A man and his God, a man and his, his stronghold. David is so confident in his God. He knows that there is no being, no devil, no demon to fear. He knows where his help comes from. He knows God is his salvation. He knows that God has everything covered concerning him. He knows his God is working and working all of those things for his good. He knows the goodness of God. He's been touched by the goodness of God and it has changed him. In spite of all the pressures, he says, yet I will be confident. No matter what, even though I will stand, I will be bold, and I will be confident in my God. I tell you, church, the world needs to see this type of confidence. Confidence that preaches Christ. It's because of Him I overcome. It's not because of what I can do. Like David, we too can have an unshakable confidence because it's birthed from an unchanging God. This confidence is a posture of the heart. We know we are not to be dominated by anything of this world. The world is not supposed to have its foot on our neck. God has purposed in us to walk as Jesus walked. He did not walk a single day 
feeling or thinking any thoughts of defeat. There is a confidence God has purposed we walk in and designed our being to operate in with zero hindrances whatsoever. It begins and grows when we behold the goodness of God, when we see his heart towards us, that he loves us. David was so confident no one could touch him. No darkness could touch him. No darkness could come near him. Even when he was surrounded because his heart had been touched by the goodness of God. In verse 4, let's turn there. David was after one thing. In the midst of trials, he asked one thing. In the middle of difficulties, unbelievable pressures, he sought one thing. It says, to behold the beauty of God. Here is where David's confidence sprung up from. He had been intimately acquainted with God and his character. This confidence says, I shall not be dominated by any darkness. I shall not be thwarted by any scheme or taken down by any depression or anxiety. My heart will not be weighed down by pressures, for I have confidence in an eternal God. I have been given a path to walk in, one in which no devil from hell can hinder. Like David, stood in defiance to his adversaries. We stand in authority, alert and sober. We are confident because we have been made in the image of Christ Jesus. Say this, I am a dominator. Praise you, Jesus. This is what your goodness, Lord Jesus, has done. It has and will continue to give me a posture of authority and dominion. You've designed every believer to walk in your authority, Lord. And this confidence will overflow in us. The confidence overflowing in us says, Whom shall I fear? Whom shall I fear, church? Whom shall I fear? Nobody. Nothing. That goes for you. You have nothing to fear whatsoever. Your God has you surrounded with his goodness, surrounded with his favor. Praise you, Lord. I remain confident of this. We are confident and we are expectant, Lord Jesus. I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living, in the present, in this very situation, in the here and now. Allow this confidence to spill over and overflow into expectancy. Woo! Looking for it with eagerness and abundant joy. I see you moving, Lord Jesus. I see you flowing in this church. I see you changing lives, bringing people into this church, Lord Jesus, that they would come to know your grace and your mercy. Praise you, Jesus. For this goodness is to be shared. It's to be shared with those around us. We are expectant, Lord.
The word expectant is defined as having and showing an excited feeling that something good is about to happen. A person who anticipates receiving something. What are we receiving right now? Right at this very moment. It is the goodness of God in the land of the living. It's in the here and now. It's in your jobs. It's in your homes. It's in your minds. It's in your relationships. It's in your town, in your church, in your community. The goodness of God. It's here. It's now. And we praise you for it, Lord. Get excited about your future, beloved. Get very excited. Praise you, Lord. I declare, I declare that those places which were hazy in the past, which were confusing, which were frustrating, the light and goodness and beauty of Christ is shining out the darkness. Darkness and light cannot coexist. So darkness has to go because Jesus is here. Jesus is here. My God is working all things for my good. Everything from my past. I may not understand it, but I know my God. I may not be able to look at a particular situation and see, well, how is that being used? But I know my God. I know his character. And it says that he works all things for, for my good. Nothing is wasted. My God doesn't waste anything in my life. He uses it for a good outcome. My God is working all things for my good. Everything. Every single thing, every trial, every tribulation, doesn't matter what it is. God can turn it for good. If we press into Him and we look to Him, if we run to the Father and allow Him to work his goodness in our lives. Allow the pressures to cause you to run to your Father. I'll say that again. Allow the pressures to cause you to run towards God. Run towards him, beloved. He has the answers for everything. Every, every thing. Turn to Psalm 31, 19. <laughs> Scripture says, Oh, how abundant is your goodness. Let's just camp on that for a little while. Let's meditate on what that is saying. Let it explode in your spirit. Oh, how abundant is your goodness, Lord Jesus. How abundant is your goodness, which you have stored up for those who 
fear you. He has stored up goodness for you. Not to withhold, but to lavish, to pour out upon you. Knowing his character, he stored it up to, to not withhold or lord it over us, but to pour it out upon us, to lavish it upon us, to heap it on us. Endless blessings and provisions. Why? Because we, as his children, are the objects of his affection. We are the objects of his affection. We yield to your goodness, Lord Jesus. We yield to your goodness. We know, Lord Jesus, that we want to be used as instruments of grace to demonstrate to those, to a hurting world, look what God has done in my life. Look what he has brought me out of and look where I stand now in the goodness and grace of God. Allow him to use you as an instrument of grace. That means do not allow your past or your past mistakes or shame in any way to inhibit speaking out, declaring what God has done in you and through you, because people need to hear that. There's a dying and hurting world out there, people struggling. They need the grace of God. Think about what he's done in your life, what he's brought you out of. Praise you, Jesus. His goodness by nature is not to be hoarded and not shared. Think about the greatest example of the goodness of God demonstrated in Jesus Christ. Jesus came not to be served, but to serve. He came to show us a relationship with God. He came to show us Abba, Father. How do we pray, Jesus? Our Father, who art in heaven. Our Father. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you for giving us a relationship with the Father. We are so rich because of this, Lord Jesus. We are so rich because of you. We are rich because of you. Praise you, Lord. His character is to be shared. Don't allow the enemy to ever whisper lies to you of how can I, how can I possibly be used? How could I ever make a difference? It's never been about what you can do. You have the God touch. You have the goodness of God in you, upon you, living in you, the heart of God. You have the God touch. Psalm 27 at the end of the scripture, I, verse, I'm sorry, I don't have the verse, but he says, Seek my face. Seek my face. David didn't say, well, Lord, you know, I'm, I just, ah, there's just so much I'm going through, you know, can you just take care of this, or, you know, I, I know you want me to, but, you know, can you just fix this situation, Lord? No. 
David said, Your face, Lord, I will seek. I will pursue your beauty. I will meditate upon it. I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. We are your instruments, Lord, of grace. Use us. We want to share your love. We want to share the relationship that we have with the Father. Use us, Jesus. Amen, church? Use us. Allow God to speak through you. Preach Christ, not self. Preach Christ in every avenue, in every place you find yourself going. Preach Christ. Praise you, Jesus. One of the great examples of the goodness of God drawing someone in is John chapter 3, verse 2. You see, when people look at you, they shouldn't, they, they should look at you and say, it is by God that they are doing what they are doing. It is by God that they are doing the thing that they are doing. It's not by their own strength. You want people to see Christ in you. Get rid of the resume. Get rid of all of the filthy cloths. Get rid of all of that. You have the righteousness of Jesus Christ. You are equipped for everything that you need. You are equipped, beloved. In this scripture, John 3, 2, John 3, 1, Nicodemus was a teacher, a Pharisee, he was a cerebral man. He was, he was a teacher of the law. But here we see that the work that God was doing through Jesus, Jesus said, I only say what I hear my father say, and I only do what I see my father do. We see that Nicodemus was being drawn because he knew that there was something different about Jesus. He says here, verse 2, This man came to Jesus by night, and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher come from God, for no one can do these signs that you do unless God is with him. The goodness of God was drawing Nicodemus in. He may have not understood what was going on, but it was drawing him in. And like Jesus, with the relationship that he had with the Father, we too are to preach Christ and allow the goodness of God to be on full display in our lives. Full display. Praise you, Jesus. We yield to your goodness, Lord. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for the wonderful relationship that we have with you. So, Lord Jesus, I pray that as we seek you in our prayer closets, 
that you would show us ways in which we can show your goodness, Lord Jesus, to those around us, that we would become more emboldened because we're confident, we're expectant, and we are yielded to what you want to do in our lives, Lord Jesus, what you want to do. You have a mission for each and every one here, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. The goodness of God, here and now, and I declare it upon each and every one here. Be confident. Whom shall I fear? Be expectant. I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living and be yielded. I am the object of God's affection. Thank you for loving us so, Lord. And in closing, I would like to lift up each and every one here, Lord Jesus. If anybody is struggling, Lord Jesus, I pray that you would shine your light upon them. anybody's going through a difficult time or trial, I thank you that your wisdom 